The current spoiler warning level is, Materia. Friends and folks, this is one of those instances where the spoiler color system is kind of not uh, super effective. Um, we're going to go with Materia for this one. Um, spoiler warning level of Materia. Let's talk about what that actually means, because obviously on its own, that means nothing. Um, so we're going to be talking about machines from... Are they machines? I wonder if they're technically machines. Um, from Final Fantasy VII, right? And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of content through, I would say, mid to late game in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, content that is, is story relevant to that. However, that game's... Uh, I was going to say ancient, that's rude. That game's quite old. I'm not super worried about spoiling that for most people. So that's just a normal warning up front. Uh, after a bit, we start talking about uh, machines from Final Fantasy XIV, right? Um, at that point, we will drop a spoiler warning because there are people who don't want to be spoiled on anything from Final Fantasy XIV. And then we drop one more spoiler warning um, because even within that, it's like at a certain point, we start getting into some real stuff, right? If you haven't done the Sorrow of Werelit quests, aka the weapon um, chain from Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, I really would encourage you, or, you know, in case you don't care or never intend to, that's also fine. Um, but if you're sensitive to those spoilers, at the, at the second red alert, you should really tap out. Otherwise, please enjoy the episode. Friends and folks, welcome back. Another episode, Mechanistenshi and Request Time. I'm Six Stepmark. I'm Dylan. Let's roll some listener requests. I mean, probably just the one, but you know. Alright, first half. Oh. What was it? Okay. Or, I guess, is that a Gundam thing? No, it is not. I don't think there's any way I could stretch this to being, uh, like, there's no model number or anything I can give you. Um, I feel like there's there's something fun I can do here, though, right? I'm sure. Um, okay. More surprised at this being something on the first half of the list, though. I guess we've probably switched around the list now that we've done a lot of requests and stuff lately. Okay, your first guess, or your first, your first okay, your first clue is bottom of the ocean bottom of the ocean your second guess get oh god i'm playing my okay your Emerald second weapon? clue yes all right i was gonna give I'm you like, what is the only me. robot i could think of that's at the bottom of the ocean uh emerald weapon yeah we're gonna be talking about the weapons okay oh okay just all of them i mean the emerald is the one that was cited but yeah let's just let's I mean, just do this there's no let's reason we can't it. do all of them yeah all right uh-huh. well uh Given that it's the one that we started with, let's start with the Emerald Weapon. Uh, the Emerald uh -huh. Weapon is a boss from Final Fantasy VII. It is possibly the reason I have a fear of water. <laughs> Which is an insane thing to say, but here's the thing. Uh, when I was a child, I played FF7... Okay, what year was it? Let me do some math, because I know... 
it had to have been it was 2001 okay so then mm. i was eight years old the dylan odyssey i was eight years old and it was 2001 and i was playing ff7 uh and i get to the point where you have the submarine and i'm already a little uncomfortable with the submarine just because it's like you know really dark under the water it's got this cute little ocean tune but it's like you know weird being underwater um Mm -hmm. and then there's this motherfucking thing there's this motherfucking thing that is doing rounds in the water that's really big and little me goes oh god oh god oh god and starts having a panic attack upon seeing it uh anyway that is the first instance of me having my weird underwater fear that I can think of uh, in, in anything is just playing FF7. Uh, funny story, when I was playing Final Fantasy VII a uh, couple years ago, it was probably like in 2018, the first thing that happened to me when I got the submarine was I went underwater right in Junon Harbor, where you get it. Mm-hmm. And it was directly in front of me, and I screamed and kicked away from my desk. And this was, like, in 2018 or 2019. I don't have the picture anymore because it was done with the, um... Uh, I was on my older emulator uh, before I was playing everything on um, Duck Station and RetroArch. I uh, moved on from RetroArch to Duck Station just because of stuff that's happened with, the, you know, the RetroArch people. But, um... Uh, plus, I just like Duck Station a bit more UI-wise. Um, but, uh... So I deleted all my old uh, EPSXE era screen caps and videos, unfortunately, but um, just because I just, they didn't look as nice. Uh, anyway, the first thing that happened, though, was I went down there, saw it, and I screamed. I still get freaked out by that little fucking 3D model of it just under the water. It's scary. Emerald it's Weapon menacing. is a super boss uh, for the game that is at the bottom of the sea. Um, whenever you're in your submarine, it has a couple of different areas it can appear it can either appear doing rounds uh it can appear just floating above um there's like a crater underground i can't remember what made the crater uh originally it might be it, it might be it made the crater actually i can't remember yeah i believe it made the weapon or, or <laughs> god i'm tired um, apparently but yeah uh and a couple other areas it can end up uh like just sitting around but, uh, anyway, Emerald Weapon is basically a Noid Zeal, <laughs> looking at <Yep>. it. <laughs> so, it has a small head on the top, um, I'm trying to see if I, I'm, I'm gonna try to see if we can find a more detailed art of it, because one of the- Uh, you kinda can't, or at least I'm, fu- I'm uh, well, having a great I, deal I'm of I'm curious if Ultimania has sketches, because uh, I think I have the Ultimania of FF7 downloaded, and I know that those tend to have, you know, um- no, I do have the FF7 official establishment, not the Ultimania. Let me see real quick. No, official establishment's just character art, damn. And Googling it isn't helpful because you just get a bunch of, you know, fan art yeah. that claims to be concept art. Yeah, that's always the problem. Um, I, I'm sure it exists. Well, for the elements I can talk about, uh, it does have, like, a little head on top. Uh, I believe the head... Uh, I don't know if it has any eyes or anything visible, actually. Um, well, okay, I say that. Well, we'll talk about it. Um, because there is kind of a thing going on with this. Uh, the upper torso, though, you've got, like, a couple little vent areas, and then you've got a... what almost appear to be a set of teeth, basically, uh, Mm -hmm. surrounding a red core in the middle of the body, and then on the bottom of the body, you have more of these, like, jagged teeth. 
Um, for the arms, uh, it just has, like, two what are essentially binders that look very much like the uh, Noitzeal's binders, right? Uh, mm-hmm. These have two little dots on the front on uh, in, on either side. Uh, it's closer to the part that actually connects to the body. And then they just kind of, you know, go on. Just kind of, um, they have like a tiering of armor going down. Looks a bit more carapacy than the uh, Noitzeal. A bit more buggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say, so... I mentioned the, the the chest looks like a face, and then these bits on the shoulders uh, do have colored uh, gems inside of them that do kind of resemble eyes, like, when they are there in battle. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's meant to be, like, the true face, right? Is, like, the stomach and then the eyes are the parts on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the legs, though, um, it basically has... Uh, instead of having just, like, two little parts sticking down, like the Noitzeal, instead has what look almost like giant parachute pants, basically. Uh, they have a little bit of detail going on with them. Um, it does have, like, a bit of, like, sort of like a waist armor going around it, and, like, with, like, a point in the middle. Uh, and then Mm -hmm. you've got the two bell-bottomy legs sticking down that, uh, have some lines going down the side of them. I uh, can't find a good picture of the rear, but I believe it just has two fins on the back of it, too, that are going straight down on the back of the... Yeah, uh, you can get body. side picks that kind of convey it. Yeah, um, which that is very Noitzeal. Um Right. I mean, the, the problem, of course, is that uh, in the overworld, it has an even lower res simpler yes, model. Yes, that's the thing, right? You and, have the battle model, and the battles... Even though the camera in battle is not entirely fixed, it does, you know, move around based on, like, attack animation, so you don't have a lot of visuals here on, like, the wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, for the map model, yeah, the map model is just a very low-res model in comparison. Ultimate. Uh, give me one second. I'm actually going to see if I can find uh, the FF7 Ultimania. See, I found the remake Ultimania. Is there just not a normal Final Fantasy VII Ultimania? Maybe there's not. Maybe that's before they start doing it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, for now, though, um, yeah, uh, the Emerald Weapon is a weapon created by the planet in order to try to... I'm trying to remember exactly. Like The weapons are basically just to get rid of people, right? <laughs> like Because, because um, of the planet getting like fucked over. I mean, it is a response to the damage that Sephiroth is doing. Yeah. Oh, it. right. They're created to destroy Genova specifically. It's just that in yeah. in, in going to Genova, they're also destroying everything on the way. Right. Right. I mean, you know, they they I feel like they get a bad first impression when Shinra shoots them with a giant gun. I. You know what? I guess also thinking on it, the things that they do attack are specifically, uh, Shinra things, right? Yeah. Because you have. Like, the the you have the ultimate weapon, which goes towards Midgar, right? Or, uh, not ultimate weapon, um, what's the one that goes towards Midgar? Diamond weapon. The diamond, yes. And then ultimate weapon, um, I guess it attacks Medeal and then a bunch of other places, actually, so... I guess that one's just trying to attack everything, because it does try to attack Cosmo Canyon, of all places. Um, Sapphire is the one that attacks Junon, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Ruby and Emerald are weird, because they actually... Oh no, you were right. It is okay, so it's um it is ultimate is Medeal. Yeah. Uh Sapphire is Junon. Yeah. Diamond is also Junon. Oh, Diamond is Junon and also uh 
I thought Diamond was also heading for uh, Midgar at one point. Yes, after it hits Junar. Oh, right, because Sapphire gets destroyed before it can do anything. Right, it's it's the demonstration of the cannon. And then Diamond is like, check it out, I'll just pop up inside the cannon's minimum range. Yeah, okay. Oh, right. Uh, Ultimania, Omega, okay. And then 10th Anniversary Ultimania. Never mind, there are actually a lot of Ultimanias of FF7. Um, or at least uh, two of them. I'm going to see if these have Art of Emerald Weapon real quick, because I would really like... Because Tetsuya Nomura did do art of a lot of things in the series, and somehow the fucking uh, Final Fantasy wiki just doesn't have all the art of them, and it makes me sad. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, the Ultimania is 594 pages, so great. Um, uh, we'll we'll so continue we're... talking while I uh, look through this very quickly. Yeah, uh, Ruby and Emerald just kind of roam. Yeah, Ruby um, and Emerald were also, interestingly, they're in the FMV a little bit, but they don't, in the original Japanese release, they're not even in the game. They were added to the international releases, and then, of course, later on, FF7 International in Japan, which is the one that has all the changes from the international version. Mm-hmm. Um, FF7 International also, interestingly, uh, adds another disc that lets you look around the map, which is pretty cool, um, I, that I quite like. Uh, like, it lets you, um, basically explore the whole world, like, you know, and look at, like, all the pre-renders. And they actually have, like, some of the models from the pre-renders that they let you look up close onto, which is pretty cool. Like, um, specifically... Well, there's Ruby Weapon. Um, specifically stuff like, uh... Do I have them separate? Yeah, here we go. International bonus disc. Oh, wait, I don't have the, um, pictures, damn it. Uh, basically, like, like, in some of, like, the pre-rendered screens, though, right? Like, one of them is the bar... Uh, that's in um, the one uh, Costa del Sol. Uh, and it lets uh-huh. you look at close-ups of all the bottles that are like the pre-rendered close-ups, uh, which is really neat. Or like um, one of the shops has like a materia tree growing in it and stuff, and it lets you look at that up close, which is, uh, yeah, here. So like the international bonus disc lets you look at the materia store, and if you click on the one object... I'm assuming that what these are, are these are the parts of that, like, environment. Like, they still had access to those 3D models. Uh-huh. And they just decided, yeah, let's just do a render of this individual, like, object up close just for this little disc because it would be cute. And then they, have, at some point, deleted all of them. And that's why all the HD ones look bad uh, for FF7, 8, and 9. Like, like the later releases that upscale them. Actually, I don't know mm. if FF7 had one of these. I know 8 and 9 do. Have, like, the upscaled ones. I don't know if 7 does. Like, later releases of 7. Um, either way, though, it's a really neat thing. Uh, that aside... Um, to, to, since I've listed just about all of them, there are technically two more weapons. Um, not from 7, from side material. Yeah. There's the Jade weapon from Before Crisis, which is the cell phone game where you play as the Turks. Mm-hmm. And then Dirge of Cerberus has Omega. Um, but we'll talk about all of these in due time. Some other fun, ridiculous ones real quick, just to show you them, uh, six. Uh, monster chests inside of the uh, little uh, hotel lobby there in the hmm. uh, in the Golden Saucer. There's also the Jack Pumpkin. There's also a monster flower. And then there's actually the rules for the Gold Saucer written on the wall there. Or, not the <laughs> rule, um, that's uh, the uh, turtle. What is that turtle thing? That's like one of the store flyers. It's not rules, it's uh, the store flyer. I do know there's other text like that, though, in the game. Alright, hold on, I'm gonna keep this page open. Sorry, I started looking at those instead of looking for the thing. 
Yeah, damn it. I have ruby weapon. There's no concept art for emerald weapon in here, apparently. Damn. That's annoying. Well, well be useful when we get to ruby. It'll be useful when we get to ruby. Anyway, emerald weapon, though, just kind of wanders the bottom of the ocean, hanging out, uh, being a little weirdo. Uh, you know, uh, it's... Emerald weapon's weird. Um... Because it doesn't do anything, really, right? Like, in-game. It just kind of mm-hmm. wanders. It doesn't, like, attack... It doesn't... The nature of both Emerald and Ruby of uh, being super bosses of the game and being something that wasn't added until the international versions means they don't actually do anything as part of the story. They just kind of hang around uh, in different locations. Mm-hmm. Um... Fun fact about Emerald, though, you can get an early close-up of Emerald in a known bad game, uh, Crisis Core. Uh, when you are in one of the caves, you can see it frozen in the background. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess, if we're talking weapons, uh, it, it can stomp on you with the giant bell bottoms. It has Emerald Shoot, which is just firing a big beam from the body. Emerald Beam. Uh... Ditto. Uh, yeah. Oh, what were you going to say? No, I said yeah. Yeah. Oh, Emerald Beam also, though, is the one that ironically doesn't come out as a beam, but comes out as a series of red bubbles. <laughs> Looking at the uh, thing there. Because, of course, shoot is the beam. Y- yeah, which is weird. Um, and then... Uh, it... Um, and then there's there's Air Tamstorm, which it only uses if you use Knights on the Round on it. Right, which is also uh, it, it, equal to the materia that you have equipped times 1,111. So basically, if you have nine materia equipped, it's an instant kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is... Oh, well, okay. It will be used when the eyes are present after two Emerald Themes or after Revenge Stamping ten times or as a counter attack to Knights of the Round. Uh, Revenge Stamp also is another thing. It's just the foot stomp, but it, it does it as a counterattack. It'll hit the whole party for a couple thousand damage. And will cancel haste, funnily enough. Uh, irritatingly enough, it's actually really hard to get any lore about these things on the fucking wiki. The Final Fantasy wiki. It's mostly just boss strats. Um, yeah. Which, like, I mean, it's useful to have boss strats, but you're the wiki. You should say what the fuck this thing is. I mean, the problem is, to be fair... These two weapons in particular... There are two weapons in particular that don't have any story to them. I, yeah. Emerald Emerald, sure. and Ruby have literally nothing to them, story-wise. Yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. The other weapons we get to will, in fact, have more complete articles on the wiki. I will say that. Um, it's just those two are, in particular are just... they're Unfortunately, they're weird. Um... Anyway, I am annoyed that there's no Art of Emerald weapon also, because there's fucking Art of Dine... But there's no Art of Emerald weapon. And I mean, I get it. He's like a major character too, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, Alright, so on to onwards to the other super boss, the Ruby weapon. Uh, the Ruby weapon is a fucking weirdo. Um, I like this design. Uh, it has a very long neck that has a very mean-looking sort of buggy face, but with teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh trying to think of what it reminds me of. There's a specific thing it reminds me of, but I'm spacing on it. Uh, but basically, like, it it has a face with teeth that it has an exoskeleton around it with, like, two little mandibles and, like, a big goatee piece sticking down from the chin. Um, mm-hmm. The chest, uh, 
has a core in the middle and two very Gundam-like chest vents that are even in yellow, right? Like. It... By the way, I should okay. have said, uh, we are using the Final Fantasy wiki for this. If I come up with other resources, unless I use a ton of them, if I come up with other resources, I will mention them as we go. Yeah. Luckily, the wiki actually has that art from Ultimania, too, so... Yeah. Uh, for Ruby, so that probably just lends credence to the fact that I'm not bad at looking. It turns out that probably Emerald just doesn't have any art. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the shoulders it has two shoulder pads that are like kind of like they're they're very rounded at the front and they kind of go thin and stick out onto the sides and end in little points. Um, the arms themselves are very, very gog slash high gog like arms right they're like a bunch of these like drum like sections that end mm-hmm. in three fingered claws um the the claws are very as you can see from the art uh by um nomura they're very nail like at the end like the texture going on with them uh for the waist you've got like a central crotch piece of armor that sticks down with uh, two skirts on the front, uh, two side skirts. Uh, can't really get a good shot of the rear, unfortunately. Uh, then for the legs, very big, like, monostructural legs. Like, they do have obvious knees, but, like, they're very, like, weird-looking, because especially the lower half is just, like, very flat. Almost like weird elephant legs, kind of. But, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, a big nail on the front of the legs, too, weirdly. Because they're, like big and flat and like chipped on the front um and yeah uh this is the uh ruby weapon um you know it's it's a very it's pretty cool looking uh it attacks via uh it has the the finger tentacles what it does is it drives them into the ground and they grow um so it has its basic attacks which are claw attacks and big swing as well um it can eject a character, which is so fucking rude. I always hated that. It can just decide one of your characters is gone for the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has Ruby Flame, which it just starts breathing fire. It can cast Ultima. It can cast Comet, too. Uh, it has Ruby Ray, which, unfortunately, we don't have art for. Them. Oh, no, there it is up there. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. just a big electric beam from the face. Um, and then it can make the tentacles go into the ground, and the tentacles can just basically poke at you uh they can inflict frog and small from the left tentacles i believe or no from the right tentacle no it says unnamed two yeah right tentacle and then the left tentacles uh the same but they will only affect mp and also uh inflict slow numb and poison uh these guys are bastards uh by the way this, this fight is um you can't hurt it until you only have one party member left um, it just, mechanically, the game won't let it take damage. And so what you do is you have your other characters buff this guy, buff one character like crazy until they are thrown out of the fight or killed. Yeah. And um, got one which is actually like, we should mention for Emerald Weapon, Emerald Weapon also necessitates that you strategize around not using Knights of the Round and not having a lot of materia equipped. Um, well, technically it doesn't actually. Uh, you can just overpower it if you have Knights of the Round, Life Steal, and like Mime Counter. Yeah. You do Knights of the Round and Steal Life, and then it hits you, and you as a counter, you Knights of the Round and Steal more health than it dealt to you. Yeah. So. As long as you only have, you do have to limit the amount of 
uh, materia you have, but you yeah. can still get away with Knights of the Round, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. But these are, these are like, Emerald Weapon also has a time limit, which is annoying. Uh, though, if you do enough damage, it won't be a problem. But it does have a 20-minute uh, time limit unless you have the underwater materia. But yeah, this is a hard, like, gimmick puzzle fight. Yeah. All, all of these. Yeah. So. Yeah. That they're meant to be super bosses that you are not supposed to beat till the end. And to be fair, they give you some really, really good stuff when you beat them. Namely, they each give you a key item that I believe you trade for... Um, the Desert Ruby can be traded for either a Gold Chocobo... Uh, oh, it's just for a Gold Chocobo for the Desert Rose. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the... Uh, what is the Emerald Weapons, then? It gives you a bunch of Master Materia. It's the Master Materia from Emerald Weapon, yeah. Which is... Uh, very good because the master materia are just uh they just have all the the moves on them basically yeah um all right uh now i'll just work down the list normally uh we've got sapphire weapon uh sapphire weapon this is the big aquatic one it looks really cool actually uh if this thing was in the water this would be even more frightening cuz emerald weapon is not that scary of a design it's just a it's just scary in its function of the game Sapphire Weapon, on the other hand, is a big fucked up alien jellyfish mm-hmm. creature. Uh, Snake guy, yeah. Yeah, so the head, it does have a distinct head uh, that is kind of like hiding in its body there a little. Like it keeps the head tucked down, but it does have like a bunch, like, you know, like a big mouth with like big teeth in there. A surprisingly human looking face. Yeah. Uh, it's got, you know, the two eyes and, like, a distinct, like, nose-looking part of with how the head sticks down there. And then the uh-huh. teeth are, like, weird plates, almost. Like, kind of like Dunkleosteus teeth, if you've ever seen, like, Dunkleosteus. Uh, which is a... Don't know if I have, but... It's an hmm. ancient fish. Hold on. A uh, huge ancient fish. Uh, it has a bony plate of teeth. Um, this is its skull. Uh... It has bony teeth, though, so you can actually see its teeth on its fossil here pretty well. Um, they they haven't, oh, like, huh. you know, they're big, they're like big plates that it would bite down on you with. Uh, Dunkleosius, pretty big, by the way. Um, also, speaking of frightening animals, um, but uh, you see what I mean with the teeth, though, right? Like, it's just these, like, plates mm-hmm. that are, like, singular bony plates rather than actual teeth. Um... Uh, yeah. Um. I, I. I will note. Uh. Since we, we mentioned the um the noiseal, um the ruby weapon is assumed to be inspired by the high gog, and yep. this is assumed to be inspired by the dagorla. Yep. Because it. Uh. So around the head, you've got a bunch of fins that are just swept backwards, like you know. Uh. The they look less fishy though, and more jellyfishy, because this has like a translucence kind of to it for sapphire weapon. Has, like, this, mm-hmm. like, blue and purple, like, translucence going on throughout the whole body. Uh, usually blue at the base and then purple towards the ends. Uh, to pink in some parts, even. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so you've got a, an array of fins around the head. As you move down, it does have two, like, distinct arm fins that definitely look like they are the arms more towards the front. Uh, then you've got, like, more fins on the side, fins, like, on the legs. And then you've got a really long tail. Um, and the tail kind of ends in, like, a yellow part that... Kind of makes me assume it's supposed to be glowing for the tail, like kind of like yeah, a, kind of like a like an angler, angler fish. fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, then yeah. So the thing with sapphire weapon though is it is an aquatic weapon. 
that uh, moves pretty quick uh, and starts going towards Junon. It is able to fire a beam. However, it when it's about to fire the beam, it raises its head out of the water, is charging it up, and then it gets its head blown off immediately by the Mako cannon slash the sister ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually a weapon that does not get to do too much because it does. It just gets its head blown right the hell off. Um. Oh, this is actually the crater. Uh, creator for the emerald weapon. Oh, is it? Yeah, it says that okay. the large crater is about where it fell, and that's where emerald weapon hangs out. Huh. Uh, sometimes, um, mourning its fallen friend, I guess, because yeah, its body just kind of disappears, I guess, after that. Um, mm-hmm. it's a really cool looking weapon. It's unfortunate that it doesn't. It, it, it's funny because it actually did get a, a figure back in two thousand four as part of the uh, creature creature series of figurines, and it's really nice looking actually, but uh. Yeah, no, he just gets chumped, gets its head blown up, and dies. But it's a really cool-looking design, actually. Um, I really like its weird face. Uh, I do like the detail on the um, Nomura art of the face, how it has, like, the little fins also. They aren't really visible in the game or anything, because we don't get a good view of the side of the head, but it does have, like, little fin, like, gill pieces on the side of the head that look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I, I also... It's like... This is just this is what Final Fantasy VII is, but I can when I can't talk about this without talking about how beautifully on the nose the metaphor is of building a giant gun to fight off the consequences of environmental you know, warming and destruction. Yeah. Very funny. Um, going down the list. Uh, next up, just going off the list order, uh, would be the ultimate weapon. Um, and the ultimate weapon is. So, Ultimate Weapon's an interesting one, because it's... So, the first time it is there, it is, I believe, above Medeal. Um, oh, no, it, it mentions, actually, sorry. Uh, it is found above the water-filled crater near Junon, and then it will fly away, and you have to chase it. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's the optional part. Sorry, the storyline battle is in Medeal. Uh, while Cloud is recovering in Medeal, basically, uh, it attacks Medeal, Uh I don't know if it's actually implied that it's going after Cloud specifically or what. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Weapon is a weird one because he becomes an optional boss after that. He just kind of flies around the world. Uh, and, you know. Ultimate Weapon is also a weird one in that he is not based on a mobile suit. He is kind of the classic, I believe, isn't there ult- Hold on, is it Atma Weapon? I believe is the different name. Yeah. Oh no, I guess Atma Weapon does not look like that. Atma Weapon looks like a fucked up behemoth looking at it. Uh, Either way, Ultimate Weapon here. This is like the basis for later games using Ultimate Weapon as well, like Final Fantasy VIII and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. This this specific design of having like what almost looks like a Bahamut-like dragon on the upper half, but then having like this big like centaur lower half that... uh, Actually, I guess it kind of still looks behemothy for the lower half, too. Um, but yeah, for the FF7 design here, though, um, you've got the head itself, which, like I said, very dr- like Bahamut dragon-style head. Um, you know, it's got like a big horn in the middle. It's got some swept-back horns around there. It's got like a, you know, beak-like mouth almost. A uh, bunch of plates on the back of the head. Uh, run, uh, as you go down the neck... You hit the torso, and it does have, like, a core, kind of like all these weapons do, like a big red core in the middle of its body. Uh, 
very muscular shoulders going on, um, uh, and then just some arms. The arms are kind of interesting in shape because they've got small biceps uh, on the whole, but like really long, like lower arms, uh, mm-hmm. that, and then big claws. Uh, on the back of it, you on on its back, you just have two wings. Uh, the wings are they don't really look very wing like. They're just kind of like you know uh, solid pieces uh, that are two sections. Almost, almost kind of like, um, yeah, I don't even know how to describe them. There's, you know, weird wings basically on the back of it. Um, mm-hmm. then, uh, as you hit the waist, like I said, the lower half, you, you, it goes into being like a quadrupedal being. You've got, uh, like a plate on the front, like, you know, over, I guess what you would describe as the crotch though. That's kind of weird when it becomes quadruped, uh, because it's, kind of just like where the neck of the quadruped would be. Uh, and mm-hmm. then it's got two, uh, you know, two front legs that, and then three claws. Very muscular body, like, especially, like, when you look at the in-game model, there's a lot of implication that this is supposed to look very muscular just because it has all these, like, bumps all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can see it from Tetsuya Nomura's art there. It's kind of buff-looking. Um, yeah. Just a just big weapon with big claws. Uh, it's chest looks a lot more mechanical than a lot of the weapons do yeah it's it, it does look more mechanical like in the pre-rendered like fmv because it does have like little venti areas and like the separation looks like of each half looks kind of like mobile suity and then the core even instead of just being like a jewel you can see it like it looks like it has like these lines around it that make it look mechanical in nature um mm-hmm. which is kind of neat uh then uh, yeah, and then it does have a tail on the quadruped body, but not not a lot of description to give to the rest of that. Um, it's cool looking. Uh, it's certainly a yeah. cool looking design. Um, then, um, yeah, its attacks are um, that it, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find them on here. I mean, it has the ultimate beam. That's yep. a classic. Which is just, it puts its hands together and fires a beam. Uh, this is what you see it doing on the world map also. It, technically, it fires it out of the core, but like it will have its hands in front of it while gathering the energy uh, on the map when it is hanging out above uh, Cosmo Canyon specifically, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I do also like that it technically has a couple of different... Uh, uh, it has three different models because it has a model for when it's in battle... But then it also has a model for the world map, mm-hmm. which is like this simplified one. But then also it has the field model for when you're in mid, uh, mid- uh, Medeal, uh, and it's flying around Medeal. And of course this, you know, is cheating, but also it has its CG model. Yeah, and then it has a pre-rendered CG model. Uh, mm-hmm. And we actually get a lot of use of it in pre-render, because, you know, we see it when it is unleashed from the crater, but also we see it in an FMV, I believe, over Medeal. It it, mm-hmm. it gets a lot more views in FMV mode than any of the prior ones do. Yeah, um, this is definitely the most like prominent weapon as far as getting screen time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, ultimate weapon though, ironically for that is kind of a chump. Uh, I will say because even though it's an optional boss, it's not really a super boss. It's pretty easy to beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it does cast Shadow Flare at the end, so if you only have one character left, uh, it will tend to kill uh, whoever's left. So that's like the one danger, but you can solve that by just having at least two characters alive at the end. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it pretty much it uses its claws. It has it knows Quake two, and it shoots a ball of thunder. Yep. 
Um, should note for this design, there is an unused uh, weapon called Onyx Weapon uh, that was later reworked into Ultimate Weapon. Uh, well, those Onyx Dragon. Oh, sorry, Onyx Dragon. Oh, okay, so, so that, it wasn't even a that's weapon. That's why it was reworked. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you can definitely see, like, especially with, like, those wings and stuff, you see a lot of what would become this design. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I should apologize. I said a ball of thunder. Um, that's an absurd thing to say. It's a ball of lightning. At the, to, in my defense, the ability is called Thunderball. That's fair. Um, but yeah. Uh, Alright, next up on the list would be Diamond Weapon. Probably my f- other favorite of this besides... I, I like Emerald Weapon, but I really like Diamond Weapon. So Diamond's very cool. Uh, Diamond Weapon uh, is an interesting one. So it's introduced uh, attacking the... So it finishes off the Sister Ray, right? If I'm remembering this correctly. Yes, um, I believe it It pops up and, and, yeah. Yeah. But then also, it uh, it then starts going towards Midgar, and you have to try to stop it, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, uh, but when it goes to Midgar, unfortunately, it starts attacking Midgar after they've reinstalled and repaired the Sister Ray and have installed it on... Didn't they, like, install it on Shinra HQ or something? I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah. so then... So, unfortunately, he goes there and then gets fucking exploded. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this shot is very, uh, fucking, I don't know. It makes me think of, uh, is it Frieza killing Vegeta? Or, or even Just Piccolo killing Raditz, chest? right? Oh, sure, yeah, sure. The special <laughs> Just beam this cannon. beam through the fucking middle of the diamond weapon. Yeah. So, for Diamond Weapon's design, um, the head, you, you've got the face on the front, and the face is a really cool face. It's still got, like, the very plate-like teeth that is, like, recurring through these. Um, definitely mm-hmm. the most mechanical head, I think, of all of them so far. Um, on the forehead, you've got, like, a, you've got a bunch of, like, little, like, shining parts on the area above the head. Uh, you can see it on, like, the battle model, but, like, it basically looks like it has a diamond in the forehead and then, like, more of them on the sides of the head. Um, and it's got these bright orange eyes, um, and they have a bit of a gradient going on on the, uh, battle model there. Um, and then, uh, what's interesting is also when its eyes glow, you can see on the FMV, like, where it's emerging, the eyes just, the whole bar area glows red, which is pretty cool. Um, but then, um, the head is kind of, like, thick and, like, you know, swept back far it's like the face is inlaid in like a big head basically uh for the torso it is your usual thing of a torso that has a core in it uh like a big bright red core it has like um some like the armor on the chest kind of surrounds it in a way that looks pretty cool um almost geode like kind of in like some of the depictions like especially like there's a diamond weapon uh figure here and, like, the way that the, uh, chest, uh, the, the way the parts go around the chest there, it almost feels like a, like you're looking into a geode or something. Yeah. Um, then, uh, for the shoulders, you have two, so you have the simple shoulders, but then on, like, right behind them, you have some, uh, very large shoulder pieces that are kind of, like, uh, they're technically attached to, like, the collar area, but they're above the shoulders, and these go out pretty far, um, you have an, a distinct upper and lower half. They look like almost like two big closed mouths. And of course, these open up uh, to reveal 
that it can fire fucking missiles, basically, out of them. Uh, I mean, they're yeah. magical energy beams, but they look like they're firing missiles. Um, it's definitely, it's distinctly a volley. Yeah. Um, they, they, there's also, like, big yellow orbs in them, very, almost like Tekamani. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah. if this is doing a pull to a design, though, it almost, it, it, shape-wise, it's very Kubelay-like. Um, yeah. With the shoulders and, like, the weird head, the way the head is, like, laid into the torso. Um, the arms themselves, though, you've got, like, just kind of round shoulders, big muscular biceps, you've got the forearm, which are, you know, more muscular at the base, and then it's got, like, little claw arms. Uh, it looks like the arms don't have, I can't tell how many fingers they have. I think they only have, like, three fingers each, maybe? No, uh, four, maybe. I don't think it has a full five, though, because, like, here's a sprite from, uh, Record Keeper. Um... It does look like it has four in the CG. Like, um, looking at the CG where it's firing, yeah. one of its hands is out of view, and you can see a thumb and two fingers, and there's clearly room for more. So I'm gonna guess four. Yeah, it's it's got a weird it's got a weird setup though with the hands. They just look a little strange. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, then uh, going on to the waist, uh, you've got like a front skirt piece you've got a big rear skirt that is basically like it it almost has a tail coat uh, is what it looks like uh oh dylan uh, actually the world uh map model is so low res it makes it really easy to count it definitely has four fingers okay <laughs> look, look is that including the thumb yes including the thumb yeah. here uh look at that oh yep okay. very easy to count <laughs> <laughs> kind of adorable there um anyway um yeah, the, 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 it has, like, a basically a tail coat, though. Uh, and while this doesn't really seem to come across in the game graphics and not really in the FMV, uh, I do like the touch that the toy of the FF7 version of it uh, adds a bunch of little, like, diamonds or, like, little crystals, like, inlaid inside of the rear, like, skirt, the tail coat mm -hmm. skirt. Uh, for the legs, very big, muscular upper thighs, and then you've got these really chunky lower thighs that are, like, very round and, like, you know, wide, um, for the, uh, sorry, for the calves, not the thighs, I don't know why I said lower thighs, calves, um, then you've got these, like, three-toed feet that have, like, a big rear toe for the heel, um, and, yeah, diamond weapon, um, it also gets killed by, you do fight it, uh, but you don't actually kill it, uh, it is actually killed by, uh, Shinra firing the sister ray. Is it like you stall it? Yes, because you are... Well, you're trying to prevent it from getting to Midgar, because you don't want it to just destroy mm -hmm. Midgar. Once you defeat it, though, it's still approaching Midgar, and then it starts firing at the Shinra building, uh, but then, uh, in retaliation, they fire the sister ray basically at the same time. Uh, this is where yeah. Rufus looks like he fucking dies. And then he doesn't, but he looks like he fucking dies. Because he's, like, yeah. watching it from the window, and you see, like, the missiles hit the window, and it just blows up, and then, you know, it cuts to, it like, the sister ray firing, I believe. Um, he actually survived, though. Um, Shinra's HQ still gets destroyed, so it still solved that, luckily. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Diamond Weapon also, though, itself gets, you know, shot by the sister ray. And presumably, I guess it just... I guess the weapons just kind of disappear when they die. I'm noticing they don't leave bodies behind. Yeah. Um. But yep. Uh, Something. There's diamond weapon. 
All right, and then skipping those two. Now we talk about the weird ones uh, that I know nothing about, because I've played FF7 a lot. I, As I revealed recently while talking in Abnormal Mapping, I know nothing really about the side games. I tried playing Crisis Core. It's a shit game. I wish it was good. It's not very good, no. I wish it was a good game, but it's not, and I hate it. Um, Anyone, honestly, like, I say this with some level of respect, because I have close friends who did this. If you played through the remake, you're a sicko. I played they through the didn't remake. fix that game. Oh, oh, the remake of Crisis Core. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I forgot they did that. Uh, they didn't. They didn't fix. Uh, they made the combat system somewhat better. They didn't fix anything else about that game. And I am of the opinion the combat system was not the biggest problem with that game. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway. I mean, I thought I just thought it was really boring. The problem is, it's <laughs> doing a thing a lot of PSP games do, where it's trying to like have like. It just reminds me of other PSP RPGs where, like, it's designed for you to, like, you know, play through a level and sit down and, like, like, like kind of like Fantasy Star and stuff, actually, thinking on it. Um, sure. Like, where, like, the levels are designed to be, like, these bite-sized, like, stages where you are familiar with the order of them. And also, like, you know, you're kind of grinding to get, like, materials. And somehow, when they do a Final Fantasy version of it, it fucking sucks in comparison to, again, other games on the PSP that just do that same thing but better. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway... Uh, Jade Weapon, this is from Before Crisis, uh, because apparently, uh, the planet woke up a weapon before the events of Final Fantasy VII, and the Turks destroyed it. Well, the Turks are heroes, Dylan. Um. Wait, listen, they had to, they had to solve the Zirconiade threat. Yeah, which, uh, I guess Zirconiade was the ultimate summon. Which is separate from being a weapon or anything. Uh, has really cool art, I will say, for being something from a one-off phone game that no one gives a shit about. Um, mm-hmm. I got grumpy learning that apparently Before Crisis is referenced in FF7 Remake. Um, oh, yeah. Specifically, uh, Before Crisis did have apparently the funny story element, though, where we learned that Rufus was locked in a Shinra basement, much like uh, Vincent was for a bunch of years. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me, sure. let, me, let me see if I can find that real quick. I just liked the part in, uh, the only good part in, uh, Crisis Core, that's not true, there are probably some other good parts, but is when they, they, uh, before Crisis is, like, pick your character, and there are, like, a dozen characters you can play, mm-hmm. and then, uh, they fucking just chose one for Crisis Core, and I respect that. Okay, so, before Crisis, oh, uh, to quote, uh, uh, our good friend Jackson, head falls off, um, Oh, you don't know about Rufus living in the Turk's basement for seven years. Rufus is also the guy who founded Avalanche. He funded them as a ploy against President Shinra, so President Shinra put him under house arrest with the Turks. Yep. Well, you know. That's what I know about before Crisis. Anyway, so Jade Weapon, though, is basically a less organic weapon than the other ones, weirdly. Um, it basically looks like a stealth bomber. Looks almost like a Digimon, though. It looks kind of cool, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I do like it. So, uh, the central bit of the, like, the central fuselage, you've got, like, some fleshy bits in the middle with, like, an eye on top. Uh, the front of it, I can't tell if it has an eye. Unfortunately, the art's not really high quality. And it has, like, two tusk-like, t- or, like, either tusks or maybe, like, uh, I could describe them as, like, a beetle, you know, like, mouth parts sticking forward. It looks like, like it has eyes on either side. Yeah, it does like look it like it maybe has a bunch head. of eyes looking at the art, like these little blue dots. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then it's got two wings. The wings very much look bladed. And these wings have a bunch of, like, claws on the bottom of them. Like, three on each side. Uh, three on either right. side. Um, oh, grabby hands. Like, grabby hands that are sticking forward. Almost like it would, like, launch these hands to grab you. Um, I think judging by the card from Mobius Final Fantasy, we're only supposed to assume it has two eyes, I think. Maybe yeah. just one, but I... I Because you know, we only ever see the one, but it kind of implies the presence of another one on the other side. Yeah. Um... And then, uh, so the jade weapon, though, you, it's also got some basically like intakes on the top of the wings, and the, and the back of the intakes have some like swept back uh, bladed horns. And then mm-hmm. it's also got a tail that's almost like a manta ray tail on the back that also has like a horn sticking out of the top of it. Um, yeah, this thing's fine. Uh, comes from a very goofy game, but I think the actual design is fine. Um, what do you think about its little? funnels it, it does have like little funnels i noticed yeah that are like uh clustering <laughs> I love, and I love scale the... i think they're called cluster and scale i i you got the two designs for them i don't know which is which one of them is like the like just like diamond shaped one that pops up to be kind of like i don't know like gothic imagery but i like, I like much it. better I like much better the one that pops open to reveal a little like ah. Oh, the face. one that looks like a Walter gun. <laughs> the one that looks like the Walter Gundam. It pops open like you know down the yes. middle, and then it, but it's instead it reveals funny. a fucking skull, and then it gets like two little slashy arms. It's very That's goofy. Great. I like the other one more just from being a shape that like opens up, but. Yeah, they're both. But I mean, this one, this one, you know, as as all of these are just, are inspired by Gundam, this thing's little bits are clearly Zucrello. Oh God, I guess they are. <laughs> yes they are um but yeah that's the jade weapon uh it's fine um yeah. it is really goofy that it, it they, that the Turks fought a weapon to me before um yeah it's the point where Square was like and as part of the you know re, the remake project we're gonna you know recanonize all this stuff and it's like no you had a chance to walk away why are you making Before Crisis super canon now? Yeah. Omega uh, Weapon. Omega Weapon. I know nothing about this one because I didn't play Dirge. Uh, it doesn't show up for most of Dirge. Oh, it doesn't. So I played a fair bit of it. I don't know anything about this. Okay, so Omega Weapon. Uh, unlike the others, this was created as a last resort when all life on the planet is threatened. Omega is born. Chaos, another being born with Omega, sends all life to the life stream, after which Omega takes the residing and incoming life stream into... Okay, well, you have somewhat spoiled the the fun twist, which is that, uh, do you remember Vincent's Limit Break Chaos? Chaos, yes, is apparently a big deal. Uh, It's technically a a weapon. Okay. Cool. The, 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 okay. Chaos is just, like, a weird demon. So we'll have to cover it in a second, obviously. Okay. Well... Anyway, You'll, listen, it's it's Dirge's Cerberus. Omega is, fun is stupid. not even really like a humanoid thing in a way. It's uh, this is hard to describe even looking at pictures of it. I mean, it has it has like a upper body. it has an upper body with like wings and arms and a head and a torso, and then at the waist it turns into three spiraling tentacles for you know a very long length. Yeah, I will say the torso is kind of like okay, so the head. It's, uh, unfortunately, the thing that, like, uh, I feel like it happened with Nomura, um, where the head is just a good, 
I mean, it's a head that just looks like a Bahamut head again, right? It's got a horn. Yeah. It's got a dragon-like head. Uh, the cool elements of it, I do like that it has a halo, and I do like the swept-back wings uh, on the top of the head. Also, has a, it has two halos, technically. It has one, like, on, as a band going around the back, and then it has one on, like, the forehead area. Uh, then, um, the torso, uh, it's got, again, it's hard to see the de- make-out details because this art is all very small. Um, mm-hmm. basically just looks kind of like an organic torso. Um, it does have some, like, b- bits that feel a little bit more mechanical, like, just shapes-wise, because it's got, like, on the collar, you've got, like, these little, like, lines going on. Uh, for the arm area, you've got, like, the way the arm, the area the arm connects into kind of looks like a, like a robot mecha thing going on. And then on the waist, it's got, like, uh, two, like, skirts that, like, fold down in front, uh, over the spirals. But, yeah, um very simple thing going on there uh the arms are where it gets kind of weird again um it's got like wings on the shoulder but like the shoulders Mm -hmm. almost look like a building right like they got this like big like they feel like um like weird battlements or something or like a castle part of a castle and then they i mean have you seen a close-up of its head uh, there is a building on its head. No, I did not up. see that. Okay, it does have a building on its head. That is weird. Um, yeah, its shoulders though look like almost like castle walls that have like angel wings coming out of them. Um, and then the arms themselves, uh, just kind of an upper arm that is plain. The lower arm, you've got a bunch of these like little bumps running down the vertical, like like uh, the bottom of the arm, and then the end in what I assume are normal hands. Uh, and then, yeah, the legs are just three tendrils that are, like, a bunch of, like, snake-like sections that are wrapped around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only two, I would assume it was supposed to be, like, DNA, but there's three, so. Um, so it's spooky. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, it can be controlled by the proto-materia. I'm always saying this. Um. Anyway, yep, that's the Omega. Um, that's Omega, which uh, means we have to talk about Chaos. Chaos is a demon-looking motherfucker. Um, he's a devil man. He's got two horns swept back on the top of the head. He's got long ears. He's got, like, fangly bits around his actual mouth. Uh, he's got... But don't scroll down yet. What? You're, ta- you're describing his pretty cool original look. Pretty classic, right? Yeah. Um... Oh right, he looks. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Uh here's a here's a normal shot and a close up. He looks kind of worse. He looks super like. He's very Kingdom Hearts era Nomura art. Non complimentary. I think some of I I certainly think a lot of Kingdom Hearts' art looks cool, but this looks like shit. Yeah. He's got like a spiky red tendril crown with like a almost like an eye patch but there's a hole in it so i don't know what the point of it is um and like bandages and like bat wings and then like claws over his chest and like skeleton hands and like a tattery thing around he looks like shit he looks really bad yeah no it looks terrible i hate it i hate it i he should have at least a different head i don't like that it's just like a humanoid vincenty head with like the the yeah his like scarf turned into fucked up horns hair thing mm-hmm. um he looks terrible um 
the, the tattered wing cape is cool. The rest of the outfit is cool. The head is, I think, the thing that primarily ruins it overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I also just don't like that they made it, like, a big... Dumb thing. Yeah. It's a dumb thing. All right. Anyway. Um, um, now, now, okay, we talked about all the FF7 versions of these weapons. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we leave for cleanup everything but the 14 ones, because the 14 ones, there's a lot to talk about. But, like, this episode's going to be three hours long if we're just, like, and it appears in fucking, you know, Record Keeper, and it looks mostly the same. Um, well, Record Keeper is based on the appearances in the games. Sure. Bad example. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, they, the 14 ones are... These motherfuckers do be recorded. They're just, yeah, they're more detailed designs based on the ones in the game. Um, so, well, then we will leave it for now. No, I'm saying we, oh. I'm saying we, we don't do the other ones, but we do do the 14 ones. Cause the 14 oh, oh, ones you're saying, are like oh, just, okay, sorry, sorry. I but like we skip like 11, we skip 10, we skip eight, you know, these sorts of things. We skip tactics a two. Well, we can do, okay. Not all of these have 14 articles, which is annoying. Well, so that's why we're going to need a second reference at this point. Well, because I was going to say, because Sapphire Weapon is in 14, right? But yes, I'm not seeing any images of what it looks like in 14. Uh, it looks great. Okay. Does that help? Right. <laughs> Just I'm going to try to look. After this point, we're going to talk about some of these designs from Final Fantasy 14. Um, I think they've been fairly widely documented. Uh, so, you know, I don't think it's a it's a huge spoiler for folks, but if you want to stay totally pure, please feel free to duck out now. Uh, okay, it looks cooler than the original, I think. Yes. I like this. A, a lot of them, I think, look fantastic. So, the backstory for, um, for this... <sighs> so... The weapon project, we actually have to start with the ultimate weapon. That's where this begins. Right, yeah, because that's the one I, I mean, I played enough uh, FF14 that I actually fought ultimate weapon in that. And ultimate weapon is also ultimate weapon. That's actually the yes. thing that always weirds me about ultimate weapon is that, or ultimate weapon is that it is called ultimate weapon. And my brain goes, no, that's ultima weapon. You're adding too much more. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, they make this like important in Final Fantasy fourteen because its its existence is tied to the spell Ultima. So yeah, um, so this uh Ultima weapon from Final Fantasy fourteen, um, is a here I'll go ahead and though the the um the Final Fantasy fandom page is okay for this one, um, this is a uh. Allegan weapon, an old society in the in the Final Fantasy XIV setting that has has gone extinct, mm-hmm. um, and this is a machine that is meant to fight primals, which are basically summons, right? It's meant to fight Shiva and Ifrit. Uh, the the embodiment Rambo of gods of people who are treated badly by everyone in the fucking game that I will never cover. Unfortunately, this gets more complicated as you go, because oh, anybody know, can do this. But I played through Heaven's Word and a little bit of Stormblood, and let me tell you, it never doesn't feel fucking weird anyway. No, I, yeah, well, what I mean is that they give everybody the ability to do this. That's the part that gets tricky. Ah. I agree with you that the beast tribes are fucked, 
and the politics are bad, and their attempts to salvage it have not worked, though I would rather them try, I guess. But then it's like, oh, well, now the, now the fucking fascists are summoning one because they feel persecuted. It's like, well, okay. Oh, God. Anyway, um, uh, Ultima Weapon, though, yes, is a, you know, biomechanical nightmare. Uh, it's a pretty cool design, I would say, com- even compared to, like... Because I like normal Ultimate Weapon from FF7, and this is very clearly based on that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the head is a bit more... It's less bahamut like, less of a just a dragon... Uh, in at least they change the way the horns go and stuff too like right like it's got two horns that are swept back more definitely feels more like a demon than a dragon to me hmm. uh, then you've got like extra armor around the neck uh, lots of armor over this whole thing I will say like um that helps with the biomechanical look uh, on the torso you've got like a very clear like breastplate it does still have like the little core uh, though that is only visible in the concept art. In the in-game art, uh, the there's a piece of armor that is slit up, hiding it. But you can see it. Ah, uh, though it art. does open at a certain point. Yeah. Um. But uh, then you've got like the red, uh, like sort of rib-like pieces on either side of the torso. Um. The part that connects also like the lower torso that connects into the waist is just like this really long like. Almost like it looks like a series of cables, because like you know you can see like there's these lines there. Either it looks like muscle or cables, right? For like the way it connects into the lower body. Mm-hmm. It's r- real grody looking in a cool way. Same with like the arm connections, right? Like the way these arms come out of the torso, it's just really muscular, but like in a way that does not look real, <laughs> like something normally muscular. Um, it does have mm-hmm. shoulder armor. Uh, the pauldrons kind of hang above uh, the uh, shoulders themselves. Uh, you've got some armor around the joint there on the arm. You've got more visible muscle. You've then got uh, like almost like a gauntlet uh, for the rest of the arm. Uh, the fingers are weird. It only has three fingers each uh, uh, on mm-hmm. each hand. And then it's got like a little like c- kind of like a circular like piece embedded in the palm. And the... um the fingers are not like arranged like a a hand like there's no thumb right it's like they are in a cross shape so that it just has grip from every angle yeah um and then the wings uh on this design are still sticking out of the back they feel a little bit more wing like than the original which was just like two big you know originally just two big meaty wings uh this one has like you know there's almost like a, a a hint of what look like feathers but they are solid still but like it's got like the overhang on the rear part of the wing it, mm-hmm. it's really weird looking um just slabs of meat still but like a much fancier slab of meat that looks a bit more wing like definitely draws attention to them being wings uh for the lower body you've got uh this cool like red uh like skin on the bottom of it going all the way from the front to the tail um then you've got uh uh, again, just a lot of the muscular thing going on with the legs, because it still has the four legs on the lower half, and they each have the three toes. Then you've got a lot of this armor that is just, like, black... Dark silver armor, I'll say, like, a darker silver. It's not quite black. Uh, with, like, a lot of, like, red engravings on it. Um, this guy looks great. Uh, he's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fought this guy. I mean, you fight him at the end of uh, a Realm Reborn. Uh, the, yeah. You know, yeah. the main storyline there so he's he's relatively early i would say 
Oh. Yeah, you get extra context for him as you go in ways like they they do more stuff with this um with its backstory as you go and things. Yeah. Um but uh as far as weapon wise, um it's got a mouth laser, right? Um it has bits. Uh it can do missile strikes. It this one one move that I've never understood that it always does it seems like it like has propellant tanks that it purges but i never i i never have the perspective to know that like huh. what the move is called makes it sound like that yeah it's uh, been a let me while f- unfortunately so i don't remember that i remember the other parts you mentioned i just don't remember the propellant tanks let me let me see if i can find this on uh console games wiki for ff14 which is actually the vaguely useful um Let's see, ba, 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 ba. Porta de Kuna. Um, yeah, uh, Tank Purge. I don't know what that move actually is. But also, of course, it has, um, let's see, what else can it do? Um, the laser, oh, I should have said. Um, the laser is a move where, I guess it has two. It has homing lasers, uh-huh. which are just, you know, shoots beams into the sky and they, they come down. Yeah. Um, it has a Magitech beam. It has a homing ray, which is different than homing lasers. They're stronger. <laughs> um, it has an etheric blast where it just sort of sends out like a close shockwave that knocks people back. Um, it has, it's it's a big boss. It's a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Well, because it's the big end of the, yeah. Right. Um, it has boss. Citadel Buster, which is a huge chest laser. Um, it has a theroplasm, which is like a pair of lightning orbs with a tether between them. Um and then it has the power of three primals. It's <coughs> Garuda. Um, who all does it have? It has Garuda. It has Garuda, Afrit, and Titan. Oh, duh, yeah, the first three that you fight, of course. Uh-huh. And so it can, can use their powers, which are, you know, like wind, land, and fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I have got here. I'll copy URL. Mm-hmm for you this is it unleashing ultima via a uh, a hidden weapon called the heart of sabik which is inside of it um apparently when this was originally built it was built using even oleg didn't know what they were building because they were given some tips by the Asians who were evil and old <laughs> um and oh, so the, the, the mask people who are just like mysterious constantly they're they're, they're I know. evil this is strange to think but um, so it's just this little black spot on the middle of the chest that uh, my time stamp was, stamp was not perfect, um, but it slides open also, to al- reveal. Also, I'm sorry. I'm just getting hit by right. La Habrea also being voiced by Shuichi Ikeda. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, uh, it reveals like a just an opaque gem that then starts to glow blue. And like with like blue lightning, then you get a bunch of like ghostly, like almost look like swords dancing around it. It forms a big old orb, but it does Ultima and blows everything up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this ability destroys a fortress entirely. Yep. Uh, does it actually so. use it when you fight it? I can't remember. Um, it uses it in this cutscene, and then it is the it is the enrage mechanic at the end of the fight, right? Where it's like beat it this before get... Ultima goes off again, yeah. or you lose. Yeah, I was gonna say if it does do it again, you lose. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Then uh. 
what else do we have? Um, well, uh, does Ultimate do anything else in later that parts that would be of note to mention here? Uh, let me double check um, the the kind of non-canon version of it, mm. um, because that's a whole. Um, does Uwu have special abilities? Sorry, we call it Uwu. Um, <laughs> Because it's ultimate weapon, and then it's the ultimate difficulty, so it's ultimate weapon ultimate. The game never calls it this, but we just called it Uwu. Um, no, I don't think it has any special abilities but beyond this. It's just, they're harder. And also, sometimes other things chip in. Like the Minstrel's Ballad version, also airships are there shooting at you. It's hard. But, yep. Well, then we should move on to the next weapon, I guess, which would be... We should. Not Arch Ultima. I just... Well, I guess it would be Arch Ultima? The fuck is Arch Ultima? No, don't, we don't need to talk about it. I mean, that would be a related unit, but that's going to be... Let's talk about um, <clears throat> the... So, from here, what happens is the, uh, the Empire, the Garleans, are like, shit, we should reverse engineer this thing. This theme seems rad. Um, and thus the weapon project is born. Uh-huh. And I think the first one you fight is Ruby Weapon. Yeah. Seemingly. Uh. So. Yeah. Ruby um, Weapon is a really, this is a really cool redesign of Ruby Weapon. I, I think they're pretty much all pretty sick redesigns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, here's, here's the money shot. Uh, there's also plenty of other good art. I but. believe this is the one that is more explicitly based on the Sazabi rather than the, uh, Hygog in yes. notes, uh, specifically with the shape, which you can really see with, like, the thickness of the legs and whatnot. So, still has the same head from Ruby Weapon, where it's, like, this, like, you know, like, weird little head that has a bunch of human teeth, and, like, in this case, not really any visible eyes. Uh, the eye, you do have this bit where the eye glows, but, like, a lot of the pictures I'm looking at, like, it looks generally like it's really hard to see the eyes. Like, uh, I guess they're just, like, the little red dots in that image you linked. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Little eyes. A lot of teeth. <laughs> um, um, some great concept art here, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, so, the torso has changed. It now has some bones around the red core. The red core also looks much more like a heart. Like, like this is a fucking Resident Evil-era tyrant. Uh, mm -hmm. earlier a tyrant because uh, it's like you know the, a, a big red beating glowing spot in the middle of the body um, with some bones leading into it um, for the arms um, you've got giant shoulder armor that has like it, it, it's got a part that like goes behind the arms like it you know it's got parts that sweep back on the back half of the shoulder armor and the back half also has blades at the bottom uh, mm -hmm. And then the actual arms themselves got kind of really long biceps. They look not normal. <laughs> uh, and then you've got the forearms. And the forearms, the armor on the forearm area does look very Sazabi shaped, right? Like the shape of yeah. that forearm armor. And then you've got these big hands sticking out of them um, that look like they have... Does it also... Yeah, it only has three fingers and a thumb on each hand. Uh, and these have claws at the end. Um for the waist, you've got big central crotch piece. Uh, no side skirts, really, because the side skirts are attached to the sides of the thighs. 
Um, and they're like these big pointy parts that are attached to the sides of the thighs. Uh, and then the legs, beefy upper leg, uh, very muscular looking. And then the lower eight leg is like really armored and it's even more like big and wide. Um, and mm-hmm. you've got the red armor on it. And then for the le- bottom of the leg, again, has the same toe shape and whatnot as the original, um, Ruby weapon we talked about where it's got like, you know, kind of this gap between the front toe and then the rest of the foot and it's all just kind of like giant hooves basically for the actual yeah. foot design on the bottom uh this guy's great he looks cool it looks really cool i never got to see this guy in game i didn't get that far but uh he looks great really fun fight too um as far as as far as ability wise um stomps stomps big feet big boy steppy um also, of course, I think just about all of these have, a, like, a, a ray or beam, you know, attack, where it shoots a little beam and then the ground explodes. Um, mm-hmm. This one's called Ruby Ray. Um, it has the homing lasers. It has an ability called Optimized Ultima, because they've, they're, they like, the problem with Ultima is it's too powerful. We need a version that is, like, usable in a tactical sense. Also, they probably don't have the tech to just recreate it, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the real thing about this guy is its claws. Yeah, I, because oh go ahead i was just gonna say i love the way these claws look they're great oh they're more than you think um well i know they get bigger because the render already shows them being bigger yeah uh its iconic ability is to plunge its hands into the ground and then just shoot its claws out like 20 times their length ah okay okay so it um, still does kind of what the original ruby weapon does Yes, it like its claws become like tentacles that attack in a way almost. Okay. Um, yeah, and then also it can fly. Okay. Pretty fast. Fair enough. So. Um. And then it has phase two, and this is the part where I say, like, listen, if you've been listening, there've already been some spoiler warnings, but like, really. Okay, folks. After this, we get into some real shit. Um. If you intend to do these quests in Final Fantasy XIV, the Sorrow of Werelet, the weapon uh, trials, and you don't want to be spoiled, you should stop listening. But it's real cool. Maybe you want to hear it. Um, this is the part where it, it transforms. Oh. I didn't know it does. Um, because there's a reveal about how these things work. There is a pilot to this machine. Uh-huh. The pilot is nominally in control. Okay. Until the point that the the weapon thinks that the pilot is not going to win. At which point it is revealed that they've also been uploaded with data recreations of old uh like Garlean soldiers. Uh-huh. Um, and this one is Nail Deus Darnus. Oh. AK the final boss of 1.0. Oh. But she's just here as like a pale devil lady. Okay. Huh. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Huh. I didn't actually know about that. That's. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, and at that point, a lot. At, at that point, it stops to be a necessarily discussion of uh, of what weapons it has because it starts using a lot of magic, right? Yeah. But uh, it magically recreates a destroyed moon and tries to drop it on you. It's a lot. Of course, 
Ah, the access drop. Um, uh huh. Well, Time all to go right. What other weapons do we have then? Because at that point, we've talked about sapphire. Is there? I think there's a diamond, right? Because you. There is a diamond, but next would be uh, we we only mentioned sapphire. We didn't really discuss it. Oh right. Sapphire would chronologically be the next. Okay, so sapphire weapon effectively. This guy's great. Uh-huh. This guy's really cool. Um, um, definitely has... You know what I like about it is that it seemingly does not have... I will admit, while I like the original uh, Sapphire weapon, I like that this one doesn't have, like, a normal head. It just has, like, an eye. Like, a single mm-hmm. eye in its head. Um, instead of having, like, the two eyes and a mouth. Um, so the others have... The others, I believe, are all, um, like, trials. Like, you know, group boss fights. Uh-huh. Um, this one is not because you have your own mecha. Yeah. Um, which I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it some, I'm starting to suspect we're not going to get through even all of the FF 14 ones on this episode. Yeah. Well, um, mistakes were made anyway. Um, so yeah, it is very, I think you're, you're right. It's very reminiscent of the original Sapphire weapon except for that, that more monstrous head, as you say. Mm -hmm. Um, They also made it so the hands look more properly like hands. Like you can see like mm -hmm. the distinct fingers on them, even though they're like really big and not like super useful but it even has like the angler fish tail and stuff still going on uh mm-hmm. definitely feels like a bit more of a if it ain't broke in this case uh just kind of replace the head and the rest of it is just more detailed versions of the existing uh sapphire weapon it's pretty cool though mm-hmm. looks great yeah um um this has like a a plasma has a plasma beam um and it will dive underwater and and splash around with waves and stuff. I think it it also summons like little turrets, um, but that's most of what it can do. Unfortunately, it just being like a little like it does. There are fights that happen sometimes where it is like kind of a gimmick fight where it's mostly just like check out how sick this is. It's not actually that hard. Um, I would love it if they brought this back as a proper boss fight because it's so cool. But, I mean, mm-hmm. do you want to talk about the G-Warrior and then call it? And then we can talk well, about the others later? I, I think we should talk about the other one. Well, do you have another recording in a bit? I don't. It's just there are so many more weapons than you think. Is it not just Emerald and uh, Diamond? No. Okay, I didn't realize it would go like this. Let's talk about the, what is it, the G-Warrior? I, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, the G-Warrior, because this is related. So, um, yeah, no, there are a bunch of um, you know what? Actually, weapon prototypes Let's save the G-Weapon for, let's do a proper, like, the rest of FF14 one later, okay? So you want to just stop now? Yeah, yeah, we can stop now. I mean, it's up to okay. you. But uh, I just, I'm, I'm realizing, oh, wait, okay, this is deeper than we thought, so we, maybe we should just pull it while I- we can. The, the the only re- the only argument I would make is that the G Warrior stands alone. It doesn't have anything developed. It, I mean, oh yeah, but it gets no, invo- that's not it's tr- involved. It's involved with really the. True. It's in what? Well, I was gonna say the diamond weapon fight. I know there's stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not really. Yeah, that might be fun to I, talk about. Okay, we're gonna stop here. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> I I got us in. I no, listen, this is my fuck up. I got us in over our heads. <laughs> that's fine. All right. Well, six. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, and you can find you can DM me there. Any questions, comments, requests for the show. Uh, like this listener, 
Uh, this is a request by, uh, this is, uh, this is Vi on Twitter. Um, <laughs> it sounded like you rolled a die, so I'm like, are you just rolling a die to see who the credit? <laughs> <laughs> I knocked over a die while looking. Okay. Um, fair enough. I, yeah. Um, now this is Vi. Thank you for your request, Vi. In fact, I think I might have sort of subtly hinted that this was a good idea, so thank you, Vi, for being <laughs> polite. And being like, sure, I guess I'll request it since you clearly want me to. Um, you can also find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia, along with a lot of other shows. Uh, Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com, uh, as well as on co-host. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of occasionally post. Again, been mostly absent, um, but you know. That's it. That's where I'm at online. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Until next time, folks. Unworthy is the ruler whose subjects seek the solace of false gods. Did he use a 14 quote? Yeah. Okay. I mean, feels less in the spirit of things, given that we rolled a 7 1. Okay, fine. Uh, let's mosey. Are you happy? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad you're happy. <laughs>